and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored and anticipating Resurrection Sunday. I am too. I, I really believe that this Sunday, this Resurrection Sunday is, is going to be powerful. We're going to see or hear a lot of testimonies that's going to come out because of this year alone, we've seen a revival take place. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. You know, you know we I, saw. <laughs> I, you know, my prayer is and I know you're going to read some of these scriptures. Uh, my prayer is that that same power that was experienced in the earth mm -hmm. uh, back when Jesus gave up the ghost, that we would experience such miraculous life-changing undeniable power of god in the earth Absolutely. where the the bible and you're going to read those verses but the bible says that the soldiers you know after, that's right after they saw what happened the earthquake the rock splitting the dead raising up they were like that surely was the son of god <laughs> listen in the passion bible it says this there is no doubt this no man doubt. is the son of god <laughs> ain't no doubt about it ain't no doubt about it Hey, so that was their confession because the Bible said every mouth will confess and every knee That's will right. bow. That's right. That's good. That's good. So that was their confession. And, and my prayer is that all those listening and all those alive would make that confession before uh, a dreaded day. Make that confession when you still have time to uh, call upon the name of the Lord and be delivered and saved. Not when your knee is made to bow and your tongue is made to confess, but make that confession as a part of your statement of faith, uh, receiving the Lord. Surely he is the son of God. Oh, God. oh my God. Can you imagine after rejecting him all this time, you're face to face and you have to confess that he is Lord and that you still got to go to hell. Or, that, or, or in their case, in the soldier's case, after you, I mean, you and I know they didn't, they didn't kill Jesus. He gave his life up freely. No man takes his life. But after they did what they thought was taking the life of Jesus, then to come to the realization that, uh oh, we we, <laughs> we might have did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Thanks Man. be to God. Thanks be unto God. No grave can hold the Savior down. Amen. Amen. And with that same power that raised him from the dead, that, that same, same power, power that worketh in us. I, I wish, and you know, and I'm not exonerated from this, what I'm getting ready to say, but I wish we, we, and, and that's my prayer, that we operate 
in that same power, in that power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that's now working in me and you and those who confess him, that we walk in that power and authority and we'll see things that we have never seen before. That, that is really my prayer though, Twilight. That, and really you know, my, my desire is that, uh, is that we would have such a great expectation of that. Like, look for it, expect Look for it. it. Uh, don't marvel when it happens because this is supposed to be our nor this is our new normal that we walk in the power of his might that mm -hmm. we stand in the authority that he has given to us that we utilize his name that we put the powers of darkness under our feet with that said let's read these um script these scripture verses and talk about this great power that they witness undeniably and that's undeniably. what i love lj renee is when the power of god is displayed with such undeniable force and and uh assurity that even the atheist the agnostic uh the doubter has to say surely that is the mm -hmm. hand of god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right then well i'll start at the uh 20 at the uh, 50th verse of the 27th chapter of Matthew. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, Jesus passionately cried out, took his last breath and gave up his spirit. At that moment, the veil in the Holy of Holies was torn in two from the top to the bottom. And then, you know, and removing the separation, just removing it, you know. And so it says this, the earth shook violently rocks were violently split apart and graves were open then many of the holy ones who had died were brought back to life mm. and came out of their graves and after jesus resurrection they were seen by many people walking in jerusalem now when the roman military officer and his soldiers witnessed what was happening and felt the powerful earthquake, they were extremely terrified. They said, there is no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> there is no doubt this man was the son of God. Watching from a distance were many of the women who had followed him from Galilee and given him support. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jacob and Joseph, and the mother of Jacob and John. Mm. You, you know, um, when you were reading about when it says they, there was no doubt. <laughs> I, I know this might sound strange, but the words of the song came to my, my mind mm -hmm. saying in, in devotion and testimony, this morning when I rose up, I didn't have no, have no doubt. doubt. I mean, there has to be a place in your heart where you do not have doubt that he is the Lord, the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm. No doubt. Uh, and, and Paul said it like this in Romans, this I know. I mean, you've got to know something. You've got to know. You gotta There's be some fully things persuaded. you might have questions about for the rest of your life, but there yeah. are a few things that you just have to know. And this is one of those things. If the unbelievers, if the, if the agnostic and the atheist witnessing the power of God, uh, if they can say, I, there is no doubt this surely, this surely was. And what we know is mm. this surely is 
the son of the living God. And not yeah. only that, he said, if you, they said, show us the father. He said, if you seen me, you've seen the father. Not only is he the son of the living God, he is the God, he is the God of God and the Lord of Lords. Dear God, we thank you for this word. We ask you to bless it. The hearer, let the hearer be blessed. The doer be blessed. The readers be blessed. Let there be a question yes. of your spirit and out of your spirit in the earth father such that we have not seen or witnessed before in our life we've only heard about and read about let us experience that yes so that the unbelievers the doubters the atheists can say surely surely this is the hand of God. We thank you now. Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you for the yes. death girl and the resurrection and the salvation that you brought to men in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You know, um, and, and I want to read a couple of verses out of John. I, I was thinking I was not going to read these, just reference them, but let me read just a couple of verses from John 21. Um, so you read about when Jesus went to the cross, uh, died on the cross, and the effects of uh, of the Son of God uh, dying in this earth and really descending into the low into the bells of the bowels of hell and all that was happening in the earth and and that's that's just amazing and um, the disciples though and we call that we we today we call that Good Friday we'll talk about why to them that was not a Good Friday. Um, but, but so, so the disciples, when Jesus had died, um, you know, they felt some kind of way because he is their hope. He is their, their, uh, their, their rabbi. He is their teacher. He is their leader. And he has died on, he has died a brutal, brutal, gruesome brutal. on the cross. And Simon Peter in John 21, verse two, Simon Peter and Thomas, who is called Didymus, the twin, and Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, as well as John and James, the son of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were all together. And Simon Peter said to them, now Jesus is dead, remember, and he has not risen from the from the grave yet. And Simon Peter, um, or at least they haven't seen him yet. And Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. Remember, he used to be a fisherman. So basically mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. back to doing what he used to do when Jesus called him. He said, I am going fishing. And they that were with him said, and we are coming with you. So they went out and got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning they see Jesus, but, but that's what they said. I am going fishing. Mm -hmm. And and what we wanted to talk about is, uh, so this is, we're, we're upon this great event, uh, during good Friday and resurrection Sunday. And again, we call it good Friday because we know that, uh, the death of Jesus was not the end of the story, but when mm -hmm. they were living through it, they didn't, uh, even though he told them, but they didn't grasp and, and perceive and understand or believe that that was not the end. They thought that was the end. And so they became very discouraged and despondent and they really, they backslid in what we would, our common vernacular, they backslid. So we want to talk about what now in your life, when you're having uh, to trust God, when you can't see him to believe him when you have no evidence or proof and 
especially when everything he's told you uh, seems to def defy what is happening in your life. So he told you you're going to be healed, but you get sicker. He told you you're going to be blessed, but you can't seem to make ends meet. He told you that he's going to give you the desires of your heart and you are uh, you know, you feel like you're Still at waiting. the bottom of the barrel, at the bottom <laughs> of the pit. And so how do you trust and believe? What do you do now when he has made you a promise, but you haven't seen it come to pass and everything in your life is showing you the opposite of what he told you? What do you do now? Mm, and I, And that's exactly the reason why they went fishing because they didn't know what to do, even though he told them that in three days that he will be raised up. They still, like you said, didn't grasp what he said, because listen, when he said in three days, uh, will be raised, he did, they didn't ever think, first of all, that he was going to die. And then now that he did hung on the cross and it would have looked and peer, appeared like he is gone. I mean, he he's not coming back. This is their thing. When a person dies, you don't come back. But then, so their mind is, what do you do now? And so the only thing that they could think of is to go and do what was familiar to them. And, and as and you, you read, and this, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be too harsh in judging them because oh absolutely uh, not absolutely not because listen when you really don't know what to do you know when you have stepped out listen just think about them twyla they did many things with jesus they, they and they the, gave up their things. livelihood i mean the livelihood and they stepped out of their comfort zone uh to follow him but now since he's gone they go back into their comfort zone and they well, were well they were supposed to change the world with him and he and it looks like he has left them that's uh, right. They were That's supposed right. to to make the greatest impact ever known to man, but he has he. Where is he? I mean, yeah, where did he go? Right. He said he would right. never leave them and he wouldn't forsake them and he would be with them forever. But where is he? Uh, he said that you know he he had the power. Well, they seen him with the power to raise the dead. They seen him with the power to multiply fishes and loaves. They seen him with the power to heal the blind. They seen That's him right. with the power to heal the lame. But he couldn't stop his own. Um, accusers and his own uh, the 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 soldiers who wanted to crucify him and beat him and spit upon him why didn't he you know um, why didn't he save himself uh, so that means that they were questioning absolutely. could you think they were questioning is he the is he the christ is he, is he the really christ who not? he said he is, is yeah he? so so it's it's like I, I mean, I was there. I was right there in my faith with you. I was right there. And then something happens and it flips my faith on its head. Uh, basically, you begin looking at your circumstances and your situation and not mm. looking at God. And that is why I love the account of uh, Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel when they were going to battle. Um, the Bible says when they didn't know what to do, their prayer was our eyes are, eyes are on you. you. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, that may sound like a small thing, but it will save you a lot of heartache and headache and, and sleepless nights and, and repenting even. If you just keep your eyes on God, when you don't know what to do, when things seem to be falling apart, when you can't understand why, why it's going uh, the way that it's going, just keep your eyes on God because faith 
faith requires that you walk uh, with uh, not by the things you see, but by the That's things right. he has said. And if you keep your eyes on the natural things, it will be really, really hard to next to impossible to then walk by faith because you're you will. It happened to Peter when he stepped out of the boat. As long as you keep your eyes on Jesus, he was walking on the water. Walking on but the when water. When he started listening to and looking at the boisterous winds and the waves, the Bible said he began to sink. And that's what happens to all of us. You begin to sink in doubt. You begin to sink in unbelief. You begin to sink in despair when you keep when you take your eyes off God. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And then when they mock you and criticize you, jeer at you, when things don't go the way that it's supposed to, and you wonder what now, Jesus is right there just Focus on him. He's right there, never changing, never changing what he promised, never changing the way that he's leading you and the mm -hmm. way that he's taking you. If you keep your eyes on him, it, the, the other stuff doesn't even seem as big and as and as daunting when your eyes are on him because he's bigger than all of your prom problems. And you know what, Twilight, even as you're saying that, and they went fishing, you know, like they went back to the familiar it's like the things that we do and but but just think about it jesus went to them while they were out there fishing absolutely and he called unto them and they didn't even it, even though they had he had done this before when he told them like put your 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 net out and get the fish and they did yielded a great harvest of fish he tells them that again they still you know what i'm saying they still out there just waiting but, you know, I don't think, I think it was purposeful that he did not allow them to catch anything when they went out that, when they went out in that backslidden, doubtful state, because you don't, and we want that to be our testimony. We do not want to prosper when we are not, and he's, and he's, pro, I mean, he's told us that if you're not connected to him, you, you, you know, you're not going to prosper, but we don't want to be prosperous when we're not connected you to him. Because he know they went back. Because you'll think that that way is successful. But as soon as they turned their eyes back to him, he said, cast your nets on the right side of, of the ship. And, and they got more than they could handle because they you have to be following his precepts and obeying his word. Absolutely. The, but the point that I was trying to make is that he appeared to them, even in the midst of all this. And he will appear and he will do the same. And not only will he do, but he has done it. You hear the testimony where someone was ready to throw in the towel, but Jesus stepped right in mm. or he sent someone and therefore your faith has been lifted up. He knows where you are. He knows the thoughts that you think. And because he had invested so many, so much time into these disciples, he was not going to allow them to falter and fail. He had invested the time in them where he told them that now you have the power to do the same thing that I have done. And they even experienced it when they went out by two by two. But now here they are now doubting, but he, but listen, he wouldn't let them stay in that state. And I say that to everybody who's listening to this broadcast, you might be feeling some kind of way of doubt. Your expectation you think may be a little daunted and things are not going to happen. But let me tell you, you something jesus know right where you are and he's going to appear to you again to let you know that he is real and he's going to 
take you through and that what he told you is going to come to pass and there's nothing that he said will fall to the ground but every word that he spoke is going to happen and i want to just say that because i say that to those who are listening and i'm saying it even to myself and to you twyla that god will jesus will appear to you again he will not remember we did a show that god never fails he ain't gonna let you fail he's gonna hmm. come right on time you know the old people would say he may not come when you want him, when he won't, when you want him, but he's always on time. Always he's gonna on time. appear to you, even in the state that you're in, because he recognized the flesh. He recognized it. He went through, listen, he bore our infirmities. That's the reason why he knows how to relate to us. Everything that we've gone through, everything that a man has gone through, through that he has bored that, he bored it and pent it to the cross. And when he pinned to the cross, what the reputation of that is, is the indication of that is that he took the power of that thing to affect you. He pinned to the cross and rendered it null and void. He has not forgotten. He has not forgotten. And you know, when when the scriptures that you read in Matthew, when when the when the uh the Bible says that when he gave up the ghost, um, it says that the earth began to quake yes and uh there was a uh there was a uh, the rocks began to split into pieces um the earth was quaking the rocks were splitting into pieces the tombs began to open up bodies of believers that were asleep in their graves were raised my prayer you know mm. as we come to this great uh commemoration of the death, burial, and resurrection of our great Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My prayer is that this world will experience and witness the power of God, the likes of which we have not even seen or heard about since these scriptures were written, that there would be such an undeniable expression of the power of God, that the mouths would confess, the hearts would believe, knees would bow to his lordship. Those who doubted him would confess him. Those who laughed and mocked at yes. those who trust him would become believers themselves. Let the glory of God fill this earth. There has been a wave of revival happening in our nation. And I pray that it there's an, a combustion of, normally Easter is all about pomp, you know, typically it's about pomp and circumstance. My prayer, I don't care what you got on, how dressed up you are, how Come fine on. the dress or pretty the hat or, or polish the shoes. My prayer is on Easter Sunday morning that every church is filled and the power of God is demonstrated in that place. Souls are saved we mess up our shoes we mess up our hair for the glory of the living god and that those who came just to you know because it's easter sunday i pray that they will have that same confession as those soldiers sure you know what sure. yes right god. and you know what while i said that you know sometimes families you know they they go to church together on easter uh they have their brothers and the uncles and and you know the aunts and so on and so forth particularly those who don't believe but because it's tradition they or not should not say that they don't believe but they may they have not accepted jesus christ um but then they go together with their family my prayer is that this time this time when there's an altar call that they come running to the altar 
and saying, I yield, I yield, what must I do to be saved? Listen, be Renee, I'm going to double down on your prayer. My prayer is not that when it's an altar call, I'm I'm praying the power of God hit them in the parking lot, in the oh vestibule, walk into their seat. Long before there's an altar call, confession is made with the mouth and faith is believed in the heart and they accept without an, I just pray we don't even have a normal program. Like, you know, sing a song, yes. preach a sermon, have an altar call. I pray that the altar call happens during praise and worship. Yes. I do. I pray that the sermon gets all jumbled. Uh, the order of service gets all jumbled <laughs> up. And I, I just let, let there be prophesying and praying and laying on of hands and healing and miracles and signs and wonders and souls delivered and demons chased out of there in the name of Jesus. Revival. We want revival to happen yes. uh, on the yes. greatest yes. stage. This is the greatest stage for believers. Easter is the greatest stage for believers. And I pray that God God manifest his power like never before. And what we want to tell you, so they, they were, uh, Jesus gave up the ghost and the earth shook and the rocks split in two, mm. dead came back to life and the disciples were discouraged, but thanks. And we call it good Friday now because we know about Sunday morning. And that's where we want to leave you guys today is that there, there's a, there's a Friday when it looks dark. There's a Friday when it looks hopeless, but thanks be unto to the living God, there is a Sunday morning. And in your life, there will be a Sunday morning when God rolls the stone away, when God causes you to come up out of that darkness and that mm. despair. Trust in God for the Sunday morning. You can't it doesn't feel like Sunday's coming when you're in Friday. It doesn't feel like hopeful. The, the, the thing, there's something to be hopeful for when you're in Friday, but just trust and believe. If he said it, he'll do it. And if he spoke it, he will make it good. Sunday oh, Jesus. is coming. Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For God, you are our hope and you are our expectation. And you're, even when we say, when we pray in the morning, if it had not been for the Lord, where would we be? My God, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. And if you want to pray, when you, the other thing that happened in that scripture you read, it says the veil was rent from top to bottom. That is right. our access to God. He bid us come boldly to the throne of grace. Before you couldn't come, you had to, the holy, the priest was the only one uh, who could enter into the holy of holies on behalf of the people. But he rent that veil in two. He opened up the access and gave you an invitation. You come unto him just as you are, and he will receive you just as you are. I don't know how to come. I don't know what to say. Help me, Lord. That's good enough. Say whatever's in your heart. You don't need if there's it, it, he doesn't require pomp and circumstance and special words and special uh, vo vocabulary. Cry out unto him. He hears the faintest cry and he will answer by and by. If you want to pray uh, that we have a combustion of the power of God like never before. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, oh God, for you know, dear God, the, the expectation that we have. You know the desire of our heart, God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you said that if we ask anything, 
God, believing that, God, that you would do it. And so, Father, as we touch and agree, Father, with me and Twyla upon this phone and those who are listening, touching and agreeing that we declare and decree that this Sunday, this Resurrection Sunday, that there will be an explosion, oh, Father God, of souls, just as it was when, when the uh, grave was opened and the dead in Christ, they, they rose up and were walking the street, that it'll be, dear Father, an explosion, dear Father. People will come out of their dead situation, dear Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. People will toss aside those things that God, that held them bound in the name of Jesus, oh God, and that Lord, that they will receive you and that they become disciples of Jesus Christ, that God, that we will impact this world, God in the precious name of Jesus. So we thank you. We pray for everyone that God that hears this message and those who will go to church on Sunday, Father, whether it's in one another's homes, uh, some are having group uh, uh, service, Father God, whether it's in the church, whether it's on the street, God, wherever it is, that there will be an explosion of those, dear God, coming to the altar, those who will confess with their mouth and believe in their heart, the Lord Jesus Christ, and therefore they are saved, oh God. So we thank you and we praise you for God, you are worthy to be praised. There is none like you in all the earth. In this we pray in Jesus' name, the name that is above every Oh, how he loves you and me. This has been Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.